Hello, and welcome to the Kingdom Corner Podcast, where you can propel your faith into even deeper levels as we discuss how to live the kingdom culture on earth as it is in heaven, just as Jesus prayed. Here's your host, the great Matt Geib. Okay, today at the Kingdom Corner Podcast, thank you for joining us. I thought we'd start out the new year with a testimony from a younger friend of mine, has a wonderful, amazing testimony, and I will just wait for him to get on the call here. All right, this is my good friend that I've met about six or seven months ago, Jose Andre. Do I say that right, or is Andre? Tell me, my friend. It's Jose Andrade. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Andrade. Say that again, that last name. Andrade. Andrade. Okay. Reminds me, uh, I think there was a race car driver who had (laughs) Andretti was his name. You're Andretti. Okay. (laughs) So um, let's see. This is the Kingdom Corner podcast. Happy New Year, everyone. And I'm here with my young friend that I met about seven months ago. As I've said before, I teach uh, in an uh, online Bible college, Bible school, headed up by Apostle Tyler Frick uh, out of Alabama. Yeah, but, it, but it's online. It's all over the United States and even in other countries called the King's Company Coaching School. And Jose is one of the ones. I've been there about three years. The school started last year. And I've been with that group for about three years and taught uh, usually every Friday. And I've also done some coaching there. And um, just this last, I guess, spring, summer, we kicked the school off online. And Jose uh, joined, and he has an amazing testimony. So with that, I'm going to just let Jose give us uh, his testimony. Tell us, tell us how you came to know Jesus and how you came into the school and um, maybe what things currently are going on in your life that are of interest. Okay. First, I want to start off with saying thank you for having me, but, uh, you know, God has a sense of humor Mm. and, uh, I'm just going to put this in there. Uh, I was born on father's day (laughs) and, and, you know, God don't make mistakes. I know now know that, but I was born on father's day in 1985 and into a fatherless family. (laughs) And out of my all my siblings and all my family, I was the worst one off, you know. And uh, as far as getting into the darkness and, and, you know, I never heard about Jesus. I was thinking about this before we got on here. And I uh, I can't remember ever really hearing about God before. Although I remember being in church, I never really listened, you know. I didn't care. didn't want to know God. So uh, at about 15, about 12, I started doing drugs, started drinking, taking Xanax, and uh, smoking weed a lot, marijuana, which led on into, uh, you know, I never went home. My mother worried. So I was just a wayward child living my own life with no rules, you know, which, which, uh, really led into about age 17, give or take, I was shot up, you know, with meth. And then from that moment I went to darkness. My whole life was changed mm. for the bad. 
you know, anybody that's ever done it knows once that drug gets in you, you're hooked. You never felt any, you know, better. Anyway, so I'll, I'll fast forward. I, I begin that same day. I learned how to, you know, cook meth, which led into from about 18 years old on to about, I think it was 2012. That was my way of life. I, I cooked meth, you know, and I ended up in jail, which was a godsend in 2010, 2011. I spent about eight months in uh, the county jail, and that's actually where I turned my life to Jesus. I got baptized in uh, in there, and it's about 23 day, 23 hour a day lockdown, so. My Bible was my best friend, you know, and I, I still had, didn't know any Christians, but, but that's where I met Jesus. That's where I turned my life over. I realized okay, I bro needed God. Brother, I, I got, I have one question. Yeah. Uh, if you could just tell us, I don't know if I asked you before, uh, where where was this happening? Wasn't this, uh, oh. yeah, you tell me, tell us where. Yeah, th this was uh, in Benton County, Arkansas, uh, Northwest Arkansas. It's Bentonville where, where Wally World, Walmart originates. Many people know it by that. Okay. Yeah. Northwest Arkansas. Sorry, if I, sorry if I interrupted you, but I wanted that to get that in. I actually was going to say that, but didn't, didn't know if it'd be significant. But yeah, it's, it's near Fort Smith. To get That's a good. Channel. Okay. That's good. Fayetteville. But yeah, so I was in there for about eight months. Picked up two felonies, which carried one carried 40 to life and the other carried seven to 20 years, I think. So it was, it was a pretty loud wake up. But it was a freedom from the life I was living. It was really getting bad. You know what I mean? I had died from heroin at one time and my friends drug me off. Just just a lot of stuff that the Lord's uncovered since I've been in TKC. And going through the the stuff in, in the King's Company, the modalities, the mind traffic, the deep throwing stress, it's really brought healing and clarity on a lot of my past that I blocked out due to being on drugs and and whatnot. But uh, yes, I'll just interject here. Jose is talking about the transformation he's had uh, in the King's Company since I believe. April or May, you can tell us, but he's talking about mind traffic and dethroning stress, which are two of the key classes that the students, that all of us, I've been through them too, that we all go through, uh, that just really transform lives really wonderfully. So, okay, Jose, go ahead. Yes, yes, it absolutely does. So, so I uh, was facing prison. I got out. All I had was my friends, the old places and the habits. I knew I needed to do something, you know, different. And I did, just didn't know how I had turned my life to Jesus and came out in the same routines, same crowd. The Lord called me to Alaska, which led to ultimately going to ended up homeless. And, and that's where I had my encounter in 2012 on my birthday, <laughs> living under a bridge. Uh, I was being tormented by. I didn't know at the time, but I was being tormented by fallen angels and, and different demons. And because of the activity that I had, I had uh, surrendered my life to, you know, drugs. 
and sorcery. So anyways, I, uh, I became a fugitive of justice because I didn't follow my probation and stuff and ended me up in St. Louis, Missouri, where I began to get into the celebrate recovery and begin to turn my life over the best I knew how. So ultimately, I was absconding for nine years, which was one of the worst, hardest ways to live. <laughs> and uh, I won't go into that too much. But uh, in, in uh, April of this year, well, April of last year, now there's April of uh, 2021, uh, God had another, I had another, uh, God answered my prayers. And he uh, took me back to jail and brought me right back here to Arkansas in Benton County. And uh, that's where I resurrendered my life to the Lord because it had gotten way out of control again. Can I ask you something now? You yes, said it was about 2012. You took off for Alaska. I mean, I know you ended up, you told me at one time under a bridge in Minnesota for a while, living under a bridge, and then you ended up in Alaska, and you felt like you had to go up there, and yet you were breaking the law by doing that. And then this year, you actually came back. Uh, I mean, not this year, but March, April of 2021, you came back to face what you had run from nine years ago. Is that, am I, do I have the story yes, right? Yes, yes. yes I, I went to Alaska. The Lord called me up there. Because <laughs> it was a life or death situation, man. It because really if you, if you'd have stayed here, you'd have been in with the wrong crowd and shooting up drugs and maybe. Oh, I, I imagine oh, I would kill myself. Yes, that's what I'm thinking when you yeah, said the, the only word. reason I, I didn't kill myself, right. honestly, was because I didn't carry guns around. <laughs> right, right. I, I came clear on that. I would have. Right. I never played okay. with guns because I, I just I would have shot myself, you know. Yeah, I just wanted to clear that up. How the timeline went for our audience. So I think you're making that clear now. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So the Lord called me up there. He orchestrated the tickets, the the, the circumstance, and you know I, it, it'd be a long story, but I think it'd be have to be some other time. But he orchestrated it to get me out of this area, away from the, you know mundane activity because he was saving my life and he was keeping his promise to, to, you know, uh, save me. <laughs> yes. I understand. So, he, so yeah, I, uh, I had an encounter under that bridge and, uh, you know, I was at the end of myself at that time. And, uh, so I logged for about nine years in St. Louis that, that same day under that bridge, I wanted to die and uh, had nobody. Nobody knew where I was at except the Lord and uh, had an outer body experience, which that's when I first experienced God's love. You know what I mean? And, and then, and then I, me, uh, four days me, later, I had a full-time job logging. Now, let me ask you, was that in Alaska or back over here that you logged? Yeah, that, that that was in St. Louis, Missouri. Okay, and that was once you came back from Alaska or be, before yep. you went up there? I okay. went up to Alaska. Then I came uh, back down to uh, La Crosse, Wyoming. Ah. Uh, La Crosse, uh, Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Yes. 
And then from there, I went to St. Louis, where actually my mom had gotten out of prison. Okay. And that's and, that's uh, where you, in Wisconsin is where you ended up under a bridge, not Miss yep. Minnesota, right? Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. So uh, after that, I logged for nine years. And I was going to CR groups and, and this and that. But I was still on drugs, still struggling with life. And, and But I was carrying that fear of getting pulled over, going to prison. So anyways, I dropped on my knees about the 18th of April of 2021. I had had a camper. I had a life built there, a girlfriend, a couple cars. And it was so heavy on me. I couldn't go out, hardly go out the camper door, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was so shamed and so heavy laden. I said, mm -hmm. Lord, I don't believe, I, I actually didn't believe the Lord was real. Wow. If there wasn't such thing as an atheist, I was that. <laughs> right. And I called out to him. I said, Lord, uh, if you're real, show me. Mm. And it wasn't two days later. Uh, that was when I got a job opportunity to come over here toward Arkansas. Knowing deep down in my heart, but I had to take that risk because it was a good job opportunity and I was running out of options there. I was just miserable. Right. And uh, he orchestrated it to where I got took to jail back here in Benton County. Mm. And that's where I, that was April of 2021. And that's where I really recommitted my life and said, I'm not going back to the, that place. I'm leaving all that behind me and I'm going to build a community here. And, uh, because I had new people there, drug people over there in St. Louis. Right. And, you know what I mean? It was a routine. I got grew there. Wow. Uh, so, so yeah, I, uh, so you were finally, door. you were finally strong enough, uh, to come back here and face all these things and, and even face them with the, uh, thought that maybe the devil could even tempt you to go back with your friends. But by this time, I would say you were so sick of the old life, you were ready to face everything, get right with God, and uh, move forward in your life, correct? Oh, yeah. Man, you, you, I don't know if you've ever been to jail, but it was the best feeling ever. Mm. That heavy weight was lifted off of me. Right. I, there was no running, no looking behind my shoulder. No so we fear. could, we, right, we could say you were in jail, but you were the freest uh, fella <laughs> ever, right? Yeah. You weren't really in there. You weren't really in jail, <laughs> in a no. certain sense. In a certain yeah. sense. Yeah. Now, now there wasn't no. Okay, there's a way out. My way. My way. My way. It was. Uh, now we're gonna face it. And mm. so I needed the Lord for that. I right. needed him all the time. But so I just I just began to build a vision mm. and make a plan while I was in jail for that. I was only in there for about eleven days. Mm. And make a plan and. I began writing letters to the Lord and wow. using all the paper up in the block and and I be, and, and you know I just built a plan to build community and that's exactly yeah community was the only thing I knew I all my mm. friends and stuff here they were all I don't even know them anymore around here mm. and luckily wow. the Lord had opened up a place my sister had gotten a house here and uh, over over them nine years you know. Right. I never would ask her. She's owned businesses, firehouse subs and whatnot. So she's never done a drug in her life. 
Mm-hmm. So it worked all out perfectly. But he knew I would come to a point in this very time to where I would ask for help. I would never ask her for help because I wasn't ready to change. Right, right. And yet, and now you're in a great place. She walks with God and you work with her and uh, um, you're starting to build your life on the right path, I'd say. Yes. So it was, I think it was July of 2021 when uh, I came across an ad for fivefold challenge mm. which so is tell actually, us, yeah tell us what that is yeah fivefold challenge is it's a group that that you get in there and it, and it it teaches you about the different offices the apostles the prophets the teachers the evangelists and the pastors and it initiates <coughs> believers that want to go to that next level mm. to uh, to walk in the power Walk, yes. walk in the anointing yes. and, and, and instead of just go to church. Amen. That's a good yeah. way to say it. Yep. He's talking about Ephesians 4, 11 through about 16, about bringing the body of Christ to maturity. So that's what uh, that's the work that uh, has begun in Jose's life. Mine as well. We never get off that path. So anyway, go on. No, so, so yeah, so I went in there. Went through the five-day challenge. The Lord, you know, I came here with no job, no car, no clothes, no nothing but the idea and the commitment to build a community. So yes. I began to fill out every church nearby that I could walk to and ride a bike to, get online, fill out every form I needed to to get contacted, connected, and through my faithfulness, and, and God honored that. And he... uh I just ended up – I don't think it's coincidence that I came across fivefold. No. I ended up to the school, at, I think at the end of July maybe. Right. And Are you there? Where'd you go, Jose? Can you he's hear talking me? About, yeah, no, he's back. Good. <laughs> he's really on a roll. I want him to keep going. Yeah, so where was I at? You're you're talking about in something in July. Is that when you entered the, our school? Yeah. Or, um, yep. Okay. So in July, I had I had uh, gotten a job by then, and uh, I, I came across fivefold. Entered in, set that breakthrough call, and the only, and the breakthrough call is what initiated it. The woman that right. I talked to, I cannot remember her name, but I'm not the only one either. In the fivefold challenge, that that breakthrough call is divinely orchestrated. My yeah. God, I know that. We're talking about, way. yep, we're talking about fivefold challenge. It's kind of a one of the methods we have of reaching out on the internet and finding uh, people that are hungry for God that don't want to just sit in church that really want to solidify their life in God and also find their calling: apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. You might not be called to that office, but you're called to minister in those various areas. I know, uh, I, unless I'm wrong, I believe uh, uh, Jose. I'll jump ahead here. I believe he has an ev- evangelistic calling, but maybe there's some other things. But anyway, the fivefold challenge. Every day we cover. Uh, one day we cover the prophet and the evangelist, pastor, teacher, uh, and apostle. And, and Tyler Frick, I call him because he is ca- apostle called by God, teaches each of those days. And uh, people like Jose that have opted into the fivefold challenge, that's where they learn those things. And then if, if they're even hungrier, 
um, you had the breakthrough call next that you could sign up for. So some lady spoke with you then, okay? Yes, yes, and she had been to Alaska. Right. She oh, wow. I had been through, and it connected. Wow. That repo really God's, moved my heart. God set that up, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd never heard about the five-fold ministry before the five-fold challenge. Yes. I was just just knew about Jesus, you know, and I knew him personally, but didn't know what I was called to do. And I had a dream and I have a dream and a calling, but I didn't know how to do it. And initially I entered the school, honestly, for the entrepreneurs fourth semester. <laughs> I right. did not know that I was going to go in through some healing. Like, healing. Yes. I didn't know that the, the mind traffic and the, uh, dethroning stress semester first semester and second semester was going to literally change me, change my life. Yes. Those, those two courses, I, of course I teach in the school, teach various things, but those two courses in my opinion are worth the whole cost of, of the school. <laughs> oh yeah. By far. They absolutely are. They literally made sense of all the struggles I had. All throughout my walk with God. And that's and, it. There, there's no, I'm interrupting you, but I'm excited yeah. about this. There's no other that I know of. Uh, there's no, there's nothing else out there that I've seen on the Christian scene like that. Um, that really teaches you how to understand these things like Jose is saying, so you can get your mind clear. So you can uh, have that mind, uh, you know, that you're not all wrapped up in fear, but you receive the power of a sound mind. That's what the mind traffic is based on that scripture in Timothy. I I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's exactly it. Uh, I, uh, it literally allowed me to go in and understand what's going on in my mind mm, and yes. be able to identify the attacks of the enemy and the strongholds and the tools to be able to uh, demolish them, understand them, and clear my mind. Right. Priceless. It, it absolutely is. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. And there we have so, it. So, brother, unless you have some other things to finish up here, um, I would just ask you the question – what do you see ahead for yourself in the next year to come or uh, even oh, the, ne okay. the next five years? I mean, do you have something that you see? You say God's giving you a vision and he's establishing you. What would you, what would you say? Okay, what would I say? I, I would say <laughs> right now I'm in a season of totally breaking the limits off of what I thought God might do or could do. Whoa. And yes. he's leading me through this process. And it's totally – leaving me broken on the floor because he's moving in such a powerful way to in a year from now, I can't even fathom, but wow. I, I want to speak. I want to speak and, and I want my voice to be heard. I want people to know the message of the gospel and, and mm. I want to see them to experience the, the identity shift. Yes. And God and, and knowing God's heart, you know, right. I don't really know the details he hasn't took me to that far yet. He's been really keeping me in the present moment against my will. <laughs> mm. But uh, I, I, I absolutely don't know, but he, he's really been, he's really preparing me for something Amen. big. 
Yes, and, he is. And, and, and the more I try to uh, try to figure it out, the, you know, it just I can't. I, I'm just right, like right. I'm I'm sold out. There's Amen. no going back. I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that I'll never do drugs again. Hallelujah. And I say never. Thank you, Jesus. You know what I mean? I, I yes. know because the inner healing that, that the the school has, has brought me in the community. Right. I never had that before, which is why I had to depend on, or I, I chose to depend on drugs. <laughs> Amen. And and whoever you know thought, I mean? you know, when I think about this, whoever thought we could, I believe in in-person fellowship, but I've had some of the best times of fellowship with people like Jose in the King's Company, uh, Tyler Frick, uh, Justin Blair. I could just name on and on. Uh, this week I've talked to several people because I've done some coaching this week, um, core team coaching, where we have groups of people come in and we do, you know, we do teaching and we do uh, testimony and we share. And, you know, every one of them, all of them all, like you, express how, you know, we're just all hungry for God. We don't want to just sit and play church somewhere. We want all of God there is. We want him to move in our lives and give us a purpose. The lady I was speaking to quite a bit today, we're talking about purpose and vision for our lives. And God is going to help us carry that out in these years ahead. I don't care how dark it gets. And I see that in the, I call him young Jose. He's, he, to me, he looks like he's 22, but he's, he's, he's over 30, folks. Uh, so, um yeah, that's what I'll say. And then I'm going to ask you one more thing. Yep. Uh, hopefully I didn't interrupt you. What nope. would be, if you were going to talk to the people as we close this out, mm-hmm. what is your, I like to give people a call to action. What would be your call to action for people today? To not stay stuck <laughs> in thinking that what you believe life is all about, that get stuck in thinking, open your mind to the, to the fact to the, to the reality that, that is so much more than what we can even fathom. And, and, the, and the action step is get into the five-fold challenge. <laughs> For real. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, I'm just, you know, get into mind track, traffic. And uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I can't yep. really, from you, there, you, you know. You're soliciting for our school, the King's Company. <laughs> I right? mean, I, I can yeah. just only speak from my experience, and that's literally the one key thing I, I struggled for nine ten ten years of walking i knew him personally i had an encounter with god but i just i was i was listening to the holy spirit and, and he was guiding me and, mm. and, and now I, but when i got in the five-fold challenge and into the school it brought the the uh it brought the 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 tools to help understand what was going on and what he was mm. doing and take that next step you know i know it was a step of faith the, the initiate it and the obedience, but uh, that, that'd be an action step. Yes. Yeah. So uh, in closing, Jose, would you, um, would you be willing to um, put your contact information out there? If I put it in, in the show notes or you told people how to get a hold of you, is that it, would that be allowed? Yeah. Yeah. Like a uh, contact how they would get a hold of you if they said if they wanted to if they wanted to talk to this young man because they have a similar situation how would they get a hold of you oh yeah you, you could uh look me up on facebook yeah i, I do uh lives on there just right speaking my heart jose and say your last name for us 
Andrade. Andrade. And I'll have that in the show notes. I think that'll be good enough. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know if you want to get my number out. Well, that's up to you. I, you know. Yeah. Why don't you give it out if yeah. you want to? If you want to. Yeah. It's 636-445-2202. You just have Six, to message me. 636-425. What? 2202. And then I'll I'll put that in the show notes as well. So, um, boy, yeah. this has really been uplifting. I'm so glad uh, I reached out to you this afternoon. Um, we just uh, both Jose and I would look forward to hearing from any of you. Um, uh, if you'd like to get a hold of us, hear more about the King's Company School, or just more about, um, you know, how to get established in God, if nothing else. So, right. Uh, is there? Uh, let's do this. Let's have you. Would you mind just uh, saying a short prayer for the for the Kingdom Corner audience here before we sign nope. off? No. Lord, we thank you. We thank you so much. We, I thank you for Matt and his, his uh, step in, in, in doing this podcast to reach the world with your message. Lord Jesus, I ask that anybody that, that my story touches their heart and move, you know, move something in their spirit to get connected with you know, people who's going to that next level and really getting to know your heart and moving in the power that you died to, uh, for us, your children. Lord, to to walk in, mm-hmm. Lord, just I, I ask that you just help uh, prompt them to look me up. Amen. Me or Matt, Amen. look up TKC. Yes. And, and Lord, I just ask that you just touch your heart. Mm-hmm. Let them know. Let them know in this moment. Touch them. Yes, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. And let them know that you know every detail of their life and that you love them. Amen. And we, we just thank you for for your presence. We thank you for your word. Amen. We thank you for uh, all your children. Who are yes, listening. Lord. Amen. We thank you for the family of God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you, brother. And yep. thank you, Kingdom Corner Podcast followers. Yes. And we just so thankful you were here or if you listen to tomorrow or in the future. So with yep. that, we're going to say good afternoon. Take care. Good afternoon. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another great discussion on The Kingdom Corner, hosted by Matt Geib. Remember to click the subscribe button so you can be notified of each new episode as it's released. To enjoy an even deeper dive into God's Word, check out Matt's new devotional book, Searching for Significance, a devotional journey through the book of Ecclesiastes. Learn more and even hear from Matt himself on the devotional website, significanceacademy.com. As always, thank you for being a part of The Kingdom Corner.